Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 3 of DNM Confessions. This is Melissa and I have DJ here, our co-host. Hey Alright you guys, so welcome back to episode 3. So on this episode, we decided, um, shout out to my husband who thought that we should try some moonshine. So we've been having, I think it's, what is it called? Old Smoky Tennessee Moonshine. Apple pie flavor. Apple pie flavor. Which I will say actually tastes like apple pie. Yeah. But it's not that bad either. I think it's very smooth. It kind of, I was telling your husband that it tastes like, um, Jaeger. Oh. Kind of, kind of. I'm not used to um, I'm not used to this kind of uh, alcohol, but it has been not too shabby, but it's really strong. That's yeah, it I is. Will say. But it's actually for it to be moonshine. This is my first time ever trying it, and it's actually really, really smooth. I like it. I'd probably drink it again. Yeah. Now I'm scared because I'm probably gonna. <laughs> yeah, moonshine's hecka strong, but it's like yeah. The, but the apple pie flavor kind of helps you like yeah. not not feel as um. It's not like vodka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you have that like yeah. taste or um, like that nasty taste after. Mm -hmm. No, this one is very smooth. I really recommend it in case you guys want to try moonshine. Go to Bevmo. Mm -hmm. They have it. Shout there. out to Bevmo. Yeah, it's shout there. out to Bevmo. <laughs> Okay guys, so um, this week, well last week we put up some polls um, for the Topics. segments that we're mm -hmm. going to be talking about. Um, so we have a total of four, so we'll briefly recap them and then we'll kind of go into depth of what we're going to be talking about. So the first segment is guy code slash girl code, mm -hmm. red flags and relationships, Taking risk and society expectations and relationships. So those are going to be the four things we're going to be talking about. But before we get into that, how was your week? Well, oh my god, my week was pretty crazy. I feel like it flew by. I'm like trying to remember what the heck happened. I know. Now that I think about it, actually, it did fly by. I've been working pretty much nonstop. Um, I don't think I've had a single day off since last week on monday actually oh, yeah yeah you've been working i've been working every single day um some important life changes that i'll talk about in the taking risk yeah. section for sure mm -hmm. um but yes made some pretty crazy life decisions this past week and besides literally working non-stop i went bowling Oh, I haven't been wait. bowling since pre-pandemic. That's crazy. Well, it just opened, right? The one that you guys went to? I think so. I think it opened maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah, it hasn't like been that. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Um, so that was super fun. You had to make a reservation and stuff. And it was actually pretty crowded, but no one was right next to us in the okay. lane. So like that was nice. We also went to go get um, sushi. Oh, yeah. This crazy girl <laughs> came over and we... What were we doing? I think we were, we're just playing, hanging out. Yeah, oh, we're, we're just playing video games. Yeah, we were playing video games. And then at like 11.30, you were like, I'm craving sushi. So we yeah. drove all the way to South San Francisco. And oh then, yeah, I remember. We came to watch the Warriors play. Well, I came to watch the Warriors play. Oh yeah. And then we were... Well, I wasn't drinking, but... Um, and then we were playing, I think it was Mario Party. Yeah, we are playing yeah. Mario Party. And then there's this spot in San Bruno, in case you guys want to know. It's open till 2 a.m. It's called mm -hmm. Ninja Sushi. I'm going to put you guys on because this sushi was, it's bomb. Like, that's my all-time favorite place to go. 
and the fact that they're open till two in the morning that's pretty nice yeah you get the drenchies yes and, and we were we went it was so freaking good and then on the way back we we're just playing music <laughs> oh yeah and then we stopped by to get hot chocolate it was a crazy it was crazy yeah. it was fun though it was fun i think we got home at like 1 30 or 2 o'clock yeah. and then i had to go to uh fucking work the next morning was that what day was that <sighs> was it on a thursday to be honest i don't really No, it wasn't thursday i think it was like on a wednesday it was wednesday because then we had a game the next day oh yeah yeah it was wednesday all right dang wednesday activities so yeah that was our week um Oh, and then at the end of this episode, we're going to be talking about some of our drunk stories as well as some of the drunk stories that were submitted in by you guys that we yeah. thought were really funny. So, <laughs> drunk stories, yeah. Alrighty, well, you want to start with girl code versus guy code? Yeah. That's the one you guys voted on. So, what do you think? Um, this one's interesting. I think everything we talk about is interesting, but um, this one stands out to me because I feel like, I think this is a very important topic, especially within your friendship, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. Um, we had this conversation earlier about, like, guy code, girl code, kind of just going over what we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but, what do I, I think it also. I think it also really depends on, on people's individual personalities. Yeah. Because I just feel like, um, I just feel like, well, what's me, guy code, girl code? What does that mean to you? When I think of guy code, girl code, I think of like... So like girl code, like... Like if you're... I don't know, like... So I for guess, me, I feel like there's... Okay, so of course like you grow up and you have your friends, right? Mm -hmm. You have girlfriends, guy friends, whatever. Um, girl code to me, it's like if I'm friends with someone and I see something that's gonna hurt them then i'm gonna tell her because that's girl code mm. or or like dating your friends yeah exes dating or... your friends exes i mean but it's crazy because like we talked about this last time about yeah um, about dating friends exes and yeah yeah i was kind of thinking about that when the topic was it was like because we we kind of talked about like what we would do mm -hmm. so it's like girl code or like or is that girl code if would we break girl, girl code because we, we we don't mind our friends dating no but see that's the thing no because we said that we wouldn't we date would right we wouldn't exes. date our friends exes but we wouldn't mind if our friends dated our ex but then again if we agree with it then that's not breaking girl code right yeah okay i mean yeah and that's why it's super subjective because it's like it really just depends but like man this is an interesting and especially guy code too because since i'm not a guy i don't necessarily know what guy code would be what is I like guess, bro code yeah like, like bro code. guys night you don't mm -hmm. invite your girlfriend out mm -hmm. like if you're if you're hanging out with your guys or like um or girl code like girls night out yeah don't, you, you don't necessarily bring your boyfriend to tag along um I actually saw something that um, for guy code and girl code, and it said something about like never telling like the other person's secrets or something. Like I feel like when, for example, you and me, right? Mm -hmm. when, when you tell me something and you confide in me, mm -hmm. then I would be breaking girl code if I go and tell other people. You get me? Mm -hmm. So if I tell you something, 
then I will I wouldn't want you to go tell someone. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. like that would be breaking girl code. Um, if I go around and say what you told me, like yeah. telling someone else's secrets, I saw that and I was like, well, that that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I guess okay, so girl code for me, I guess for example, would be like if I liked somebody and then my friend dated them. Yeah, I guess I would be like breaking girl code. But sure. if it's like if I actually like like that person, like let's say like I had a crush on somebody. And then my best friend ended up like trying to go after them. I feel like that would be breaking, breaking girl, girl code. code like, sure. you know, you're my friend, but why would you do that? Yeah, but yeah. I think it would only matter if I like actively like that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess maybe guy code would be similar, but then at the same time, like, would guys necessarily care? Or like, or like, let's say like this guy had a girlfriend and one of his friends tried to like flirt with her yeah that would that's be like what, breaking bro code yeah that's I what i was assume. gonna tell you because like i saw another thing where it said like for example if my boyfriend was to introduce me to his friends mm-hmm. and like they start trying to like flirting with me and stuff like that's breaking bro code because you have to respect that your friend um mm-hmm. you have to respect your friend's um girlfriend you know mm-hmm yeah yeah, I guess that'd be true. So then if they don't do that, then they're breaking bro code. I would assume so. Yeah. That's an interesting topic, though, because I feel like, yeah, I feel like it really depends. Because sometimes would be some people would be like, hey, dude, like, get over it. Or, hey, girl, like, it's not a big deal or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah. What, that would be interesting. I feel like you guys should send in what you think would be girl, girl code, code or guy, guy code. And, like, yeah, like, what you guys would consider mm-hmm. breaking those those would be. Because I no, guess but, we, we talked about a little... I mean, I guess you could like say what we talked about in, the, in an earlier episode about whether or not you would date your girl or guy, like your ex. You yeah. know, I think that's I guess part of like girl code or guy code. Yeah. No, but I think what you brought up was a good um, example because, and I think that's one of the biggest example because, I mean, what other girl codes are there? You get what I'm saying? I think yeah. when you said if like for example if if I like someone, and I tell you I like someone, and then you go and you start dating them and mm-hmm. I'll be like yo what the fuck like you knew I like that person you're my friend mm-hmm. that's breaking girl code right there yeah that's like one of the big examples like when I saw that well when well like the whole girl code guy code like that was one of the biggest things that stood out to me it's like you don't go and date someone that you know your friend likes mm, yeah because yeah. then especially if you're like super close to that person like I just feel like one it's kind of like not even girl code it's just more like out of respect mm-hmm. and having morals and and you know you put your friendship first before any relationship and i think also like what you said about like when someone comes to you and tells you something in confidence and then you go and like tell a bunch of different types of you know not a d- bunch of different people that would be breaking yeah even if you guys like fall off that was another thing too like for example mm-hmm. if um if I tell you something and like you and I are not close anymore and then you go tell everyone what I told you, mm-hmm. um, that's breaking girl code too because I feel like when someone tells you something, um, if someone tells you something, you don't just because you don't talk to that person anymore, you're just going to just go and tell everyone what I told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming yeah. it's the same for guys. 
um however like you said i'm not a guy yes. so like i don't know what exactly is bro code but if you guys want to let us know just because like i said i'm assuming it's the same thing like you know just having respect making sure that you respect your friends girlfriends mm -hmm. you're not crossing the line with them you're not doing anything like weird mm -hmm. behind their back or talking about them behind their back or you know like saying oh bro like your girl's hella hot like you know mm -hmm. i think something like that around those lines i and i get it like being like oh because i've or like for example if someone there's like a like different ways for you to tell your your friend like oh like you know you made a good choice and the girl you're dating or whatever oh, yeah, yeah. but like when you're Versus crossing being, the like, line yeah, like, kind of your like girl's hot bro like yeah. that's you know crossing the line right there so that one was interesting i i really like that topic because i feel like um it really shows who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and um or just like what you value exactly yeah and i literally told you this earlier i think the the older that i get the more i i start to to kind of like set those boundaries with people mm -hmm. because if you don't then you're being okay with what other people do and at some point you kind of have to draw that boundary between like saying oh it's okay like they're just doing that because they want because that's who they are but it's like at at one at some point you have to just kind of draw that line where like you know what um i'm not okay with what you're doing and just mm -hmm. kind of take a step back you know um so yeah that's something i'm learning yeah to set those boundaries yeah and for sure yeah and, <laughs> it's, and it's crazy because i'm like you know the older that i get i'm just like I, I feel like I'm getting to the point where, like, I'm expressing myself more mm -hmm. and I'm okay with saying no or I'm not okay with you doing this and, you know, kind of stepping back and just letting things fall into place. Like, I don't, I'm not really, you know, like, it's just yeah. the older I get, I'm just like, I don't. Well, I think also it's just, like, the older we get to, like, for me, for example, like, my friend group has definitely got a lot smaller than, yeah. like, what it was, like, you know, years ago and stuff. Oh my and God, it's just because, sure. like, you just, at some point, you know, you just kind of grow up and you decide what is valuable, you know, like, what or is valuable to you. what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you're going to tolerate, what you're not going to tolerate, and, like, who you want to surround yourself with. Um, and so that kind of goes into it. Yeah. A little bit but yeah so that would be that would be an interesting topic to hear from guys perspective just because to be honest i don't really know you know it's like only guy code it's like we could just assume but yeah. um maybe in like the future we'll have a guy on as mm -hmm. a um as like a guest speaker and we can ask him that question because that would definitely be interesting yeah like what's guy code to you mm -hmm. maybe it's, we're completely wrong maybe that so would like, be hilarious <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so then that kind of goes into would you rather do next red flags in relationships or society's expectations of relationships? Mm. Let's do red flags. Red in flags in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So this one was an interesting one for me because I feel like in my past I should have seen so many red flags. And I swear to God, what is it? Eyesight is no hindsight, hindsight is 2020 like oh my god i've been hearing that more it's funny mm -hmm. and it's like when you're in those situations you're kind of like blind to them mm -hmm. and then afterwards oh god okay so let's see some red flags that i feel like in relationships um when someone's like extremely controlling so like i've been in relationships before where it was like they controlled who I could and couldn't talk to, mm -hmm. like when it came to even that's friends. a major red flag. Mm -hmm. When it came to like even friends and family members, yeah. Um, 
and so or like if i were to like talk to somebody then like they would get really upset with me and it would be like a big fight so i feel like that's definitely a red flag for me um i think i think a red flag to me also is like if i start to notice changes in and like relationships are always evolving yeah. and stuff like that but like when it comes to like changes where like I feel like I'm being like left out or like excluded more often yeah um I feel like that would be kind of like a red flag to me like why all of a sudden right um, right am I suddenly like not being told certain things you know like if that were to ever happen I feel like that would be a red flag to me or like hmm What's another one? Well, one thing that um, that I would consider red flags, and this goes back to the whole from last episode when I was talking about that guy who um, who the guy who had a Hua's relationship and was, oh my god and yeah, was talking to me. Bad. Like one major red flag was when like they take a call and like they always take the call somewhere else. Mm, like they and don't like want you they to hear never, like he never answered a phone call in front, in front of me, of me. Yeah. and I, at that time like you said like i never thought that it was like a red flag i was just like he would come back like i'm talking to my sister and i'm like all right cool like i but was then so why do you have to go but away every single time that we would hang out he would take a call somewhere else that's a major red flag like yeah. if you're if someone you're hanging out with is taking a call somewhere else every single time that you're with them like that's a red flag yeah so yeah that is um a major red flag that's bad <laughs> i yeah and at the time like i said i didn't really like think about it like that but now that i look back there was so many red flags that was just one of them oh another one that um that happened of course happened to me so that's how i would know is um like canceling of plans like constantly oh, like i didn't really yeah, think yeah. about it because i was just like oh shit probably just came up yeah but it was like like they would be like oh i'm on my way and then just never got there and then i'd be mm. like oh are you coming and they'd be like oh sorry i got caught up and so and like the first few times i let it go because i was just like whatever should happen but then it kept happening again and again and again and yeah. so then eventually i just but did you ever think like it's a red flag or you think you like think back about it now and you're like oh shit like that was a red flag and i should have known because that happened to me like i think back to like that whole situation that happened yeah. i was like dude there was so many red flags like i said that was just one of them um the other one was like um another one that i saw was if they cheated on their previous partner with you yeah and then like you jump in a relationship with them that's yeah. a red flag because it's like if they did it to your them what do you what think, do you think they're gonna to you? do you yeah so like that's a red flag that's, that's like true. a major red flag and it also like that ties back into like morals and like values because it's like one if you're aware of the relationship you should not yeah be dating that person or even talking to that person so that like that's a major red flag right there if if you plan to stay with that person like just um expect the same thing yeah like you can't be surprised you. basically yeah like, like what goes around you. comes around you know yeah um what's another one that i another one that i feel like i've experienced um i guess when like they hella trip off shit or like when they keep accusing you like i see what you're saying like when they keep like oh why are you doing this why are you doing that yes and no because 
I mean, yes, that's not a good habit, but I wouldn't necessarily, because like when I think of red flags, I think of that like, I mean, I guess that could be a red flag in the sense of that like the relationship could become toxic. Yeah. But like when I think of red flags, I usually think of like if your partner's cheating on you type of thing, mm-hmm. um, which could be like they could be doing that if they're acting like that, but not not necessarily. They could just be super insecure too. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I guess that's kind of the difference whether or not a relationship, like whether red flags is just be, oh shit, just because, god damn it, I ripped my tights. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, if, if it's like red flags because the relationship is toxic or if because they're like doing stuff behind yeah. your back type of thing. Um, but I feel like, or like if, or like if like, they all of a sudden start becoming hella secretive. But then I guess that kind of goes back into like feeling excluded all of a sudden or like left out and stuff like that. So that's kind of interesting Another one that I saw too was um, when they mistreat their parents. Oh, yeah. Because you know what they, like have you heard of that one saying like the way, like the way someone treats their parents is the way they're going to treat you? I haven't heard that saying, but I could, like, only imagine. Yeah, because if, like, like, they're mistreating their parents. Like, yeah, and, like, those are their parents. So, it's, yeah. like, obviously, if they don't give a fuck about how they treat their parents, why would, like, why would they care how they treat you? you exactly. Bro, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> or, like, I don't know. I mean, because I was just about to be, like, I was just about to say, like, or if they're, like, hella angry, violent with you. But then, oh, like, hell no. but then I was gonna say that's not really red. I mean, that is like a red flag, but that's like a fucking atomic bomb or something. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like not just like a red board ASAP. <laughs> that's like you got to get out of there now. That's like not good. But yeah, I think I think I guess for me in my past relationships, the one red f- the the like the theme of red flags that I wish that I had seen more mm-hmm. coming was the controlling because it's like you don't necessarily see it until one you're either looking back on it or it's too late it's too late like like i've had people be either controlling when it comes to like my friends Mm -hmm. my family i've had people be controlling about my habits like like i had an ex who was like not okay with me um drinking and like partying and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like i didn't really think anything of it but it was to the point where it was like if you were to even have one drink, it, like, if I were to even have one drink, there was a fight. Or, like, if, like, I were to go to, like, a bar, even if I wasn't drinking, just being around it, like, I could it I would, could expect to come home to a yeah. fight. Like, so, like, those types of things I should have seen as, like, red flags. Yeah, but I think you bring up a good point because it's, like, at the beginning, you might just be, like, oh, like, they're just doing it because, you know, they care. Or because they're a little insecure, but it's like, before you know it, it's too late. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you're way deep in the relationship where it's like, you can't even get out of it at that point. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it it might start with, oh, don't do this because I find it offensive. And like, you're going to agree with it because, you know, you're new to the relationship. But I feel like before you know it, it's going to be like complete control. And it's like, if you don't set those boundaries, if you don't set that fine line, like, hey, you're one person i'm another person and we have two separate lives that we're trying to come together mm-hmm. and you know you have your own friends i have my own friends so yeah that's a major red flag if you don't set those boundaries from the beginning or like if they don't that. like your family or your friends <gasps> oh that was another that, one that yeah. i saw yeah i had that a lot where um people and had I get issues it because- with my friends and i should have seen that because 
at the same time, it's like, yes, your friends aren't necessarily like the most important, like, okay, so basically it's like, if your significant other doesn't necessarily like your friends, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a rule, you know, like. It's not a, a red, like, it's not a major a red, red flag. Not a rule breaker. What, 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 what? Um, a deal breaker. A deal breaker, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's also, it's like, kind of like a sign, like, because your friends are kind of like a representation of like you, you yeah. You know? So it's like, if they don't like your friends or your family members, or, you know, then at like, at what point is that going to start affecting, like, I lost a lot of friends because my relationship didn't want me to be friends with them. And, like, I should have seen that mm -hmm. early on. Or, like, what about, like, trusting your gut? Like, I feel like a lot of the time with my gut, I'll be like, oh, no, 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 it'll get better. Or, um, or you have that mindset, like, it's going to get better and it mm -hmm. never gets better. No, but you know what, like, um, you know how you were, right now you were like, oh, if they don't like your family or friends? Like, don't get me wrong, because... There is gonna be times where like you like we're gonna go back to the whole toxic family thing. Mm, yeah. There's gonna be times where like your family is toxic and they're really just trying to look out for you. And it's like you it's kinda hard to distinguish, you know, because it's like are they I feel like sometimes even within myself, like I'm so like I'm always like not necessarily like I I'm like I'm always trying to like I don't know how to explain it. Like how do I say it? Like, sometimes I always want to see the good in things. Mm -hmm. So it's like when someone tells me that someone's doing me dirty, like, I'll be like, oh, no, no, no. Like, or like, even if, or even if you do think they're doing you dirty, you don't think it's necessarily out of like malintention. Exactly. So you're just like, oh, it's okay. Cause, but then when someone, like, someone outside of mm -hmm. like, if someone is looking outside in and they're telling me something, like, I'm always like, oh no like they don't really know what's going they on they don't know what's going on like they don't know that person and that's my issue because it's like if they're really doing it with the good intention of saying hey like you know they're doing you wrong mm -hmm. but you're like oh no it's a red flag mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. so like it's just i guess it's like scenario by scenario but it can be a red flag but at the same time like you kind of have to take a step back and be like well why are they saying that or kind of try to understand them too mm -hmm. um because also a lot of the time people will be like giving their opinions without having a lot of emotional baggage attached mm -hmm. to it and so it's like they're coming at it more of like a logical stance yeah. whereas like people who are in the situation are coming at it emotionally with, like, emotionally so like they don't want to necessarily take even it personally admit. Mm -hmm. yeah and i i feel like especially for me like in my last relationship like looking back on it I mean, there were so many different red flags, um, but like when it came down to it, I just didn't want to accept them. It was like, I knew that things weren't right, but yeah. I didn't want to accept it because like I had invested so much into it, mm -hmm. but then, and you know, people would tell me, and then of course, after, you know, the relationship ends and you kind of heal and stuff like that then you look back and you're like, why the fuck did I go through all that shit? Like, yeah. I, it literally could have been ended so much sooner, but I, yeah. like, let myself just ignore those warning signs. Yeah. Um, Wait, I have, okay, so this is gonna, this is funny. Oh it's not funny, but, okay, <laughs> do you think, um, it, okay, do you think this is a red flag if your partner has their phone locked all the time and doesn't give you the passcode? Like, do you think that's a red flag? I think asking a for a friend. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's a red flag if like they like freak out if you even touch their phone. Yeah. Like if you 
like if like, even like grab it and yeah, they're like tripping what if, if they if they get like hella anxious about you doing yeah it. because like i know my husband's passcode and i know yeah i my, know my boyfriend's passcode and, he knows and my husband knows my passcode but like i don't go through his stuff yeah you know and like he doesn't go through my stuff so it's like but like if all of a sudden he was like acting like or oh he God. changes the passcode or, or like yeah, yeah like if he changes the passcode or if it's just like or if like he asks me to like do something i pick up his phone and then he's like oh wait never mind don't touch or you it start an ar- or he starts mm-hmm. an argument or something yeah like that. then i feel like that would be a red flag because it's just like why all of a sudden do you care right, you know right. what i mean but no i thought about that because um i was watching this video about this this like couple or whatever like mm-hmm. couples therapy or something i don't know i ran into this video on instagram and basically it was like a couple and then they asked the husband the same question like do you consider a red flag if like your partner has their phone locked and like you they like you don't know the passcode whatever and he straight up said it like no i don't because um you know i feel like when you're invest emotionally invested in someone anything that you might see it can be like the most like simplest thing you might take it the wrong you way might take it the wrong yeah. way he's like so i don't want to hurt my own feelings and go through something and you know feel some type of way well, and it can be like, something like minor like yeah you know so like he was like i don't want to basically set myself up for failure you get what i'm saying like he's like i don't want to look through it because even if i find one little but then thing, at the same time like could he not want to be looking through it because he's worried that he'll find something and he would well, rather see, stay that's on what La-La i thought Land. about that i thought about that too so i'm like wait but like that doesn't make any sense well i mean it makes sense but it doesn't and i mean it's hard because like i said i get what he was saying like oh like i don't want to like see the most minor thing because it's gonna hurt my feelings but then if it was minor why would it hurt his feelings maybe because he's insecure so yeah it was it was interesting that video was very interesting well let me see well i just kind of because i feel like also it like kind of comes down to like an invasion of privacy (laughs) exactly what i was gonna say oh my god loki stop it little but yeah i feel like so i feel like they could be invasion of privacy i don't know yeah that's what i was gonna say because (sighs) this is hard (laughs) life is hard (laughs) because i get what you're saying invasion of privacy like yeah i would want to respect my partner's things like again i don't i don't i don't want to find something that it can be the smallest things and just feel like some type of way about it yeah yeah that's interesting though Mm -hmm. and then i also because i kind of feel like it's it's like very based on the couple and like mm-hmm. how how secure they are in the relationship exactly. and stuff like that but this but was like, a married couple like with kid like a, they just had a baby and stuff yeah but yeah like i guess for me like again if i just basically it's like it's a red flag to me if i notice changes yeah if you and start like, like dramatic changes. Yeah, yeah or if it's like changes where it's like they're becoming disinterested mm-hmm. you know like just those little things because then you can kind of like you know feel out the situation and be like i guess it's just like i guess it's like at the end of the day you'll just kind of know and you know that person you know mm-hmm. especially if you've been with the person for a long time and you kind of like you said if you start to notice like changes where you're like you know what's going on and you're trying to talk to that person you're trying to communicate you're trying to you know find out what's going on and they're mm-hmm. just completely pushing you away and um like shutting you down and that's a red flag yeah um, because again if you're in a relationship and i'm not saying that 
you know you're always going to have that communication because every relationship is hard and you're going to go through rough patches but it's just like it's what you do moving forward that yeah. is going to make your relationship so um yeah i mean there's a lot of red flags that you know like you said it's um hindsight and yeah definitely hindsight yeah. and people don't even realize it until after and then like you said you're and like they have to go what through the all the torment yeah, yeah but like, that's how you learn prevented. but that's how you learn you know like that's that's a lesson that everyone learns eventually what the the easy way or the hard way you're gonna learn and, yeah and also it's like you'll learn what you, you can put up with versus like what you're not gonna exactly. put up with yeah you kind of set those expectations in your mm -hmm. next relationship yeah so yeah next topic um i feel like that actually so let's skip taking risk for now and go into society's expectations of yeah i was gonna say so those like two kind of yeah they kind of um, go together a little bit yeah the reason that like um i wanted to talk about this was because um i remember like i mentioned to you last episode when my mom was asking me about like having kids i don't know if i said that but i'm pretty sure i did right about like my mom was asking me like when are you gonna have kids oh, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. of that yeah so like and i was i was watching i watch a lot of videos <laughs> have a lot of free time okay i'd be bored at work but i feel i feel like society has set this expectation where like every relationship the end goal is to get married and have kids mm -hmm. and it's like they don't normalize not getting married they don't normalize at least in in our culture like i'm mexican so it's like they always like oh you have to get married you have to have kids you have to build a family you have to be this woman mm -hmm. you have to be like this perfect person you have to like you know mm -hmm. so it's like i nowadays i feel like it's normal to not have kids it's normal to not want to get married i'm not saying that that's me personally but i'm saying like society sets these expectations where like they expect you to get married and have kids and it's like mm -hmm. why don't they normalize women not having kids why don't they normalize women not wanting to get married why don't they normalize women wanting to be single and independent and not depend on someone and yeah. that's what, like what i think well, about I feel like, but I, I feel like yes in a sense of like i feel I've definitely seen that, but I feel like lately society's been changing. That's that what I'm lately. saying. Like, so it's like, it's mm -hmm. like slowly changing and it's like, it, like people don't talk about it enough where if you don't want to get married, like you don't have to get married if you don't want to, like just because you're with someone doesn't mean you're just going to go and get married. Like you can be with someone for 10, 15 years and not get married and you're going to be perfectly fine nothing's going to happen mm -hmm. if you're really in love with that person a paper's not going to define you now i get it because there's legal shit that comes involved and of yeah. course like legally you know maybe that's why people do it but well i think also like and i don't know if things have changed lately but like for example like i know some people who got married for the sake of like their children because right. like they were in long-term committed relationship and they had kids and stuff like that but it's like what happens if something happens to the parents like what happens to the kids you know what i mean oh, so I see, it's I like see. you know people ended up getting married so that way they wouldn't have to like worry about like what would happen with the children and stuff like that or like the assets like uh, what happens to the house what well happens yeah but to, there like, but but there is there's like, like trust no you know yeah. definitely because like i said i've seen like people who come in and well i've seen like people who like create trust and like for those of you who are not familiar with the trust is basically like 
a blanket over all your assets mm -hmm. and you basically sit with the lawyer and you basically write down everything you want and you don't have to be married to have a trust maybe mm -hmm. i'm wrong i'm not a lawyer guys but yeah. i'm pretty sure you don't have to be married to have a trust and you can still like legally write out what you want so and i and again call me i mean um let me know if i'm wrong but i'm almost 100 percent sure you don't need you don't need to be married to have a trust yeah so that's what i'm saying like back then people felt like oh i have to get married because of my assets i have to get married because of my kids but it's not like that anymore yeah. you set up a trust you literally write down everything that you want your assets will be divided however you want and that's how it can be so you know the whole thing oh, i'll have to get married for my kids like i i don't i don't believe in that um because you're gonna be with that person if it's gonna work out and if it's not gonna work out you're not gonna be with that person and they have to worry about getting divorced yeah you get what i'm saying um and again like i said maybe people get married for legal reasons or because I've, I've heard about like when when it was like like step parents where yeah. it was like they got married because they wanted to you know adopt adopt the, the children, children and stuff like that because like but can't they adopt them without getting married i believe so yeah but and again like things have changed but i just remember hearing these from like 10 years ago yeah. and stuff like that so i i was like i've I, I don't know if it's like that anymore but yeah but like no i feel like I feel like society's expectations on relationships, at least these days, is kind of different than what it mm -hmm. used to be. And I feel like part of me is, like, very old-fashioned. Like, yeah. um, when it comes down to it, like, at least for my household personally, like, I like taking care of the cleaning. I like mm -hmm. taking care of the cooking. I like taking care of, you know, making sure that my house is, you know, orderly and put together. Right. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, of course I want help and stuff like that. But, like, I take a lot of pride in doing that. Yeah. Um... And so sometimes I feel like it's, like, looked down upon these days. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you need to be more independent or you need to be... Or you need to tell your husband to do this. You need mm -hmm. to tell your husband to do that. Yeah. But it's just, like... Or, like, sometimes I feel like I've gotten judgment, like, oh, well, why doesn't he help with this and stuff like mm -hmm. that? And it's, like, one, it's none of your business. And, two, <laughs> it's, like, if that's how I want my relationship, relationship to, to be, be, like, he, you know, brings home more of the, you know, he, quote, unquote, the breadwinner or yeah. whatever. Um, then, like, that's just how we've built our, you yeah. know, our household and stuff like that. But I think, I think society has, like, changed it a lot because I think that mentality is... I don't know, like, I feel like I've gotten a lot of, like, heat for that. Like, yeah. like, oh, you need to be, like, a more independent woman and, like, not rely on, you know, somebody so much to be doing this type of thing. Yeah. So I think that, like, society... It's interesting because it's also based on, like, cultures. Yeah, because that's what I was going to tell you. Like, for example, um, like I told you, I, I was basically the only girl growing up. So mm -hmm. I think, like you said, every relationship is different because... I expect 50-50. Like, I don't care if that person makes more... I don't care if my boyfriend makes more money than me. I don't care if I make more money than him. At the end of the day, like, we're trying to build a foundation. You're trying to make sure that, like, if I do something, then I expect him to do something too because it's like I can't be the only one, like, bringing things to the table. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And it's like if I am bringing... If I am the only one that's bringing things to the table, then that's not... It's not going to work out because it's like at the end of the day, and I get it, there are situations where like you're gonna be put in that situation where you're gonna be putting in more than the other person 
but it's like well, it it's needs like, to be reciprocated. Well, yeah, and it's fifty-fifty. But w- w- what do you think of like the um, the fact that like society? Okay, so it's like back in the olden times, they always expected. Well, actually, this might just this might be slightly different than the topic of like relationships and stuff like that, but like like the woman staying home more and stuff like that. Like, what do you think in particular? Because people could argue that that is 50-50 in the sense yeah. of that, like they're taking care, care of the, of the house and while all somebody that. else is taking it's like, care It's like, it's a job mm-hmm. considered like a job. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. But again, I think we're in the 21st century. So it's like, women are starting to be more independent. Women are starting to be like, no, fuck that. I ain't staying home. I'm going to go work, get my mm-hmm. money and still do what I got to do. I'm going to handle what I have to handle. And I think... You know, growing up. So what do you think of the people that give? So like for me, for example, like, yes, I go out and I work full time and and like I do, you know, and I have my job and stuff like that. But then I get heat for like coming home and making sure that I, you know, take care of the house and stuff like So what do you think about the individuals that think that that is like wrong? I I mean, I don't think it's wrong. I, I mean, again every relationship is different i don't mm-hmm. think it's wrong mm-hmm. because like i said you have your own relationship and i have my own relationship mm-hmm. and you might live a different lifestyle than i live with than i do and mm-hmm. you might like you said you work full-time you come home you take care of your house or whatever right that's in in in, in your life that's working for you mm-hmm. but for me i'm not saying that i'm not gonna do it mm-hmm. but i'm just saying like for me as a woman like my dad raised me to be independent. My dad raised me to not depend on anyone. So it's like, again, if I if I'm I know what I bring to the table, and I expect someone to bring this the same back because if they're not, mm-hmm. then I can't be the only one being putting like bringing shit to the table, and the other person's not reciprocating it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I feel like I feel like in relationships, like society's expectation is like, I don't know. It's like very interesting because it's like could be very different you know Mm -hmm. based on who's in the relationship no i just think it's like i just think it's very interesting because i feel like society i feel like society is like constantly evolving so how they feel like relationships should be or like okay so for example like i was talking to my husband about it and i feel like a lot of it's very common these days for people to like move on really quickly or like when things get tough they'll just bail and like move on to the next shiny thing mm-hmm. like i think i was talking about yeah, in one of our previous episodes yeah so it's like relationships i personally feel like are kind of looked at differently than they were in the olden times or not even the olden times but yeah that's why know. a lot of people are like oh dating nowadays is so different yeah because it's just like I feel like society's expectations or like people are constantly up in each other's business. Like, like you mentioned, what works in my household might not work in your household, Mm -hmm. you know, just like everybody is different. And like, I feel like when people talk about what, what their relationship is like, either you're going to get people that are like, oh yeah, like I totally respect that. Or you're going to get the people that are like, what the fuck? Like Mm -hmm. he should be doing this or you should be doing this and stuff like that. Um, or like when it comes to like, whether you allow other people into your relationship, you know, just like open relationships or exploring stuff. Like, it's just super interesting because I just feel like, I feel like society always tries to like be in everybody's business and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and of course, I mean, it's human nature. Like we're nosy and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, but it's like, I feel like I've just learned a lot lately, like what I value in my relationship and like what I take pride in. And like, 
yes, I was raised by a single mom who taught me to be extremely independent and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, I like coming home and, like, cooking the meals yeah, and stuff course, like that. Yeah, of course, of course. And, like, I love my husband to death, but it's, like, our ideas of, like, cooking meals are, like, very different. Mm. And so I just take on that role or, like, you know, making lunches and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, just making sure... Whereas he does like other things for me, like making sure the, the, the car has gas, making like he drives me pretty much everywhere. Like mm -hmm. he's always the one to like pick me up, take me places. Like we just have different, you know, different kind different of roles. roles. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I just feel like society is very, very all up in people's business and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But it's interesting because, yeah. you know, just learning about different, different types of it. But I think I think you're right in the sense of that like society like very much expects people to have kids, get yeah. married and like and if you don't they're kind of like, "Oh, what are you doing with your life?" Yeah. type of thing. And or they like, or like for example, like when you've been dating someone for how long and they're like and you're still calling them their your boyfriend and they're like, "Wait, you're not married to them?" Yeah. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it's hella funny because like um I know someone <laughs> who she's older and she um she had a boyfriend i want to say she's like 40 like mid 40s mm -hmm. mid 40s and she started dating and i and i don't think she ever got married and then she started dating and i remember like when she told us that she was dating someone like she refused to say it was her boyfriend like she automatically said it's my fiance Oh, and she, was she didn't like, want to be judged. Yeah, and that's then interesting. yeah, and I was like, was it because she was worried about her age? I that's what I, that's what I was like. Maybe you're just saying that because because you know you don't want people to like to feel to feel like you know you should be married yeah, at this by point. The, yeah, like why are you so dating? And I, and I remember like I was just like, wait, how did this go from like you telling us you're with someone and now he's your fiance and now you're married? Like it escalated so quickly. And then like I remember even when like he proposed to her, like she immediately was like, that's my fiance. And like she refused to say that that was her boyfriend. Well, once they got engaged. No, like they got engaged within like two weeks. Yeah, so once they got engaged, she was like, that's my fiance? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, 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 but I'm saying like ever if my since husband, I okay, so my husband said girlfriend one time after we were engaged, and I looked at him, I was like, I am not your girlfriend anymore. <laughs> no, 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 but what I'm saying is like, is like she literally, when when they started dating, she said her fiance, and I was like, wait. You're I was like, like you're skipping a I step. Know, yeah, I was like, as far as I know, you weren't dating any, like you weren't dating anyone, so like mm. this is new to all of us, so what's going on? And then, mm -hmm. um... It literally happened so fast. Like, I was like, whoa, like, I can't keep up with this. Like, and I remember, like, her saying, like, I don't like saying boyfriend because it just makes me feel weird. And I'm like, um, I, my guess is that it came to age. Yeah, because she my was, like, in her mid 40s. Yeah. And yeah, but she was, like, telling me all this stuff. And I was just like, damn, that's crazy. Like, I don't know. It was interesting. And also, like, she did say, like, it had a lot to do with her culture, too, because she was like, I can't just bring in a boyfriend to my family. Like, I, it has to be mm -hmm. serious. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, like, that makes sense. But, yeah, it was just crazy to me because, like, I would overhear her having conversations with people. Mm -hmm. And, like, she would say, my fiance, my fiance. And I'm like, dude, you guys just started dating. But, like you said, that's none of my business. <laughs> Each, but everyone does their own thing. Apparently. Yeah. It's um, funny. So, so, yeah, that is, I mean... 
wrapping that segment up, I just kind of feel like at the end of the day, I feel like society is like changing and I personally just feel like relationships are very are viewed very differently than how it was before. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. I feel like I feel like I'm a little more traditional. Yeah, like old school. Yeah, I feel like Don't I'm get me wrong, school. I'm not saying that like I'm never gonna get married, but yeah but then at the end of the day it's like it really just matters if the people in the relationship are happy because who cares you know who cares what other people do but the kind of okay so taking risks i was excited to talk about this segment because i know you've been excited (laughs) because i literally feel like you took a big risk yeah so so basically so this segment to me it was like what does it mean to like take a risk like what is what is taking a risk like i guess what qualifies as taking a risk right so for me it was like taking a risk basically in my opinion means that like you don't necessarily know what the outcome's gonna be but you do it anyways so for example for me i think on and i've been thinking about this for a while but like um i was thinking about leaving my current job right and I think about it for a while and I was like, you know, kind of like putting feelers out there into like the pros job and cons and all that. Yeah, pros and cons, but then also like submitting applications like here and there, mm-hmm. like just to kind of test out the waters and stuff like that. And I wasn't really getting anything back. And then I just, I just kind of felt like my mental health, like I'm in a place in my life where like my mental health was just so like, Low. just, yeah, just like yeah. it was fucked. So I feel like for me, I needed to do something that I felt like was gonna help me in a positive way. Yeah. And you touched base on this last time when you said like mm-hmm. you felt like you weren't growing and you weren't evolving, mm-hmm. being there. So it's like you had to take that risk and take that leap of just saying, you know what, fuck it. So basically, the risk was it was just kind of like I just put in my two weeks. Like yeah. I think it was on Tuesday of last week, and I just put in my two weeks, and I didn't. I had a backup plan, which was, you know, just having a kind of a side gig just to, like, make sure that I still had income coming income, in. Yeah. But I, I didn't necessarily have a full-time job lined up right away. And so deciding to, like, take a risk on myself where it was, like, I know that I'm going to get something eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, until I do, you know, you're going to have to kind of grind just to, like, you know, make ends meet and stuff right, like that. Right. So it was scary because I don't, like... I don't necessarily it's not that I don't like taking risks it's that like I it's like security yeah. yeah so like when I don't have security it's like super frightening so basically I took I you know I asked my husband I was like look like is this you know is this something that we would be able to handle and he was like at the end of the day like you have to do what's right for you and like we're gonna get through we're gonna get through anything yeah. so it's like if this isn't it for you like you need to make sure that like one your mental health is okay and like so he he was like yeah fuck it just do it so i did it and it was scary because it was just like oh shit like literally in two weeks yeah yeah, like what's gonna happen and i ended up getting a job um i have you know i have a job secured and um i start i know (laughs) Back secured, everybody. And, you know, and I'm... We're good over here. Don't worry. We're good, yeah. And it's just crazy because it was just like, you know, I ended up getting the job like a lot sooner than I thought. Yeah. And it's just crazy to me because it was just like, if I I didn't decide to take that risk, I wouldn't be given the opportunity that I had, that I now have in the next, like, 
two weeks yeah, i think yeah weeks. i think i have like a week a week break in between the jobs but and it and it's just so exciting for me because you know the new job that i'm i'm going to be taking on is you know more more money hourly um less crazy hours so yeah. i actually have like you know a little bit of a work-life balance because i feel like that was something that was like just really draining on me yeah and um and it's just also more in the career that I want to go into. Yeah. So, and like, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, um, so yeah. So, for me, I feel like this week I definitely like took, took the risk. risk. Yeah, and I and at the end of the day, like I bet on myself, and yeah. I was like, I know that I'm gonna get it done, but it's scary because you don't want to fail, right? You know, you don't want to feel like I fucked up mm -hmm. and. But at the end of the day, at the same time, like, am I just going to sit around and wait for the universe to happen to me? Right. Like, no. You. What is that one saying? You miss every opportunity you don't take or something like that? Well, there's one from the office, and my husband got me a poster of it, and it hangs up in our um, in our office, and it says, you miss 100% of the shots that you, you don't, don't take. take. Yeah. Maybe that's where I saw it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It's, actually, it's hanging up in our studio. And... Um, and it's from the it's from the show The Office, and I love that because um, it's, it's a so good true. Scene. Yeah, it's a good scene, um, and I think you can implement that in like in every um, in every aspect of your life. So yeah, I mean, like you said, um, I'm glad that you took that risk, and you haven't you you basically did what was best for you and at the end of the day whether like like you know like your husband said you, you have to do what's best for you mm -hmm. sometimes you might not know what's the outcome but you're gonna make it through mm -hmm. and you just have to try to stay positive and it's like and then don't get me wrong it's like there are definitely times when like taking a risk isn't necessarily like you have to know when to take the risk yeah you like, know what i mean and like for me taking a risk is dyeing my hair a different color <laughs> I was like, should I take this and risk? Because this shit's ugly. <laughs> and that's a risk. And at or the end of the day, not you have pumping. Uh, this is another risk. Not pumping gas when you know you need Stop. gas, and you have to fucking drive to work. <laughs> Bro, that was me. This that was me on the way here. I was literally like at ten miles, and I was like, You're yo, like, should I, I just risk I it, it? <laughs> and try to drive all the way over there? And if I fucking run out of gas, I'm screwed. Even the day we went to go get sushi. I was oh like, dude, oh. I'm at like low on gas. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. You were like, you were like, we have 40 miles, and I think it's 30 miles round trip. I was like, oh my god, like this bitch is that's gonna get risky. a this at like one in the morning. Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to wait kid. for AAA. I know. Be there till like. Bitch, I ain't got AAA. <laughs> we we would have had to wait for somebody. <laughs> somebody oh to give us some gas. No, but it's like. Yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong, there's definitely times where I was like, uh, I want to quit, I want to do this, and I knew I just had to stick it out. I was yeah. like, okay, you know, just stick it out a little bit longer, but... I'm proud of you, I'm proud of you. Dude, yeah, I'm... I was I'm super excited proud of when you told too. me, like, I have a job, I was like, yay! Yeah, like, I was and like... And I know you were super excited, too, so, you know... It's like, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm cheering from the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's, yeah, and, and so I feel like... And I feel like also at the same time for me, like I'm trying to like take on this new mentality where it's like, I always, I live a lot in like fear. Like yeah. I'm always just scared to try new things. I'm always like, whether, even if it comes to food, dude, like when I go to a restaurant, I won't necessarily try something new because I'm like, oh, what if I don't like it? Like oh I'll just God, stick to what I know. Way. Yeah. Me and my boyfriend always like, cause I'm the same way. Like I'll stick to eating what I know is going to taste good. Cause I hate when I order something and it tastes like shit. 
Like mm-hmm. I get hella bucks, like fuck, like I you just, just spend hella money, and then I'm hungry and I'm mm-hmm. screwed. But it's funny because like every time we, my boyfriend and I go out to eat, he always tells me like, okay, let's try something new, and then I'm like, okay, so I'm like looking through the menu, <laughs> and I end up ordering the same thing, and he orders some, but it's hella funny because like whenever he tries something new, it tastes like shit, and I'm like, <laughs> I told you, just stick to what the fuck you know is gonna taste good, and it's hella like it's not funny, but he gets hella disappointed. He's like, man, can I have some of yours? And I'm like, yeah. fuck out of here, like I told you. To try nothing new. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Or like when you try a new restaurant. Yeah, my husband's got. So my husband loves sushi, and I I'm so basic. I always just get like a deep fried California roll. Like that is like my go to. Yeah. So now I'll get that, but then I'll also try something new. But yeah, so that was my big taking risk this week, where it was like, I literally just quit my job, <laughs> and I don't have a job. Well, you do now. I do now, yes. But, like, when I did that, I literally just went in. Yeah, I remember you telling me, like, I put my two weeks in. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, because it was just, like... And, again, it's, like, it's it's nothing... It's just It just was, like, the right move for me. It was just, like, I just needed, like, change. And Mm -hmm. I just needed to, like, make sure that my mental health was okay. And I just... But, yeah, take... I don't actually... I mean, yes, it worked out, and I, it's amazing because I have, you know, a new opportunity. But, like, also, like, taking a risk is, like, extremely anxiety-provoking. And I'm already yeah. on, like, the verge of, like, a mental breakdown. So <laughs> I was just like, God like, damn, well, I gave we'll myself a little, more, <laughs> a little bit more anxiety for, like, a week. That's um, funny. But, yeah, so that was my taking a risk. And, actually, well, you guys, like, when it comes down to it, I say go for it mm-hmm. because I feel like at the end of the day, you only live once and like in any aspect of your life, whether it's you want to do a new career opportunity, you know, you're stuck in a relationship where you feel, you know, comfortable. Like we yeah. mentioned in the first episode, yeah. like, you know, taking that risk and just like challenging yourself, I think is just so important and having a good support system, like to everyone who supported me and like helped me along the way and like had faith in me that I was gonna you know figure it out like that was a huge confidence boost and I'm very proud of myself for me too I'm proud of you getting my shit together (laughs) and you have a job so that's good but we'll see you'll you'll probably update us with your new job once you start working so keep us updated I will um but let's get into our drunk stories oh yeah so we're gonna wrap up the episode with um the drunk stories which we put we put up a poll and we got some drunk stories yeah yeah so okay the one that I thought of was sent in by a guy and he was saying that shout out to our supporters shout out to our 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 followers (laughs) um but this guy was saying that one time he got super intoxicated and i think he was in vegas it said and he ended up i think either passing out or just going into the women's room by accident it was the bathroom and it was like super crowded and he was like what the heck (laughs) and i was like honestly like i could only imagine that because like Vegas I mean I've never been to Vegas but like clubs like mm-hmm. are hella loud and yeah. like if you're already intoxicated you know like you're just trying to find the bathroom yeah. you're like just fucking get me to the bathroom so I could totally see myself see walking yeah. into, the, into the wrong bathroom constantly uh, I mean not constantly <laughs> yo <laughs> you're but asking like, to catch a Casey <laughs> seriously um but I thought that one was hella fun because I was like I'm sure that has happened to so many no, people no I remember um one of my um, cousins told me this crazy story that 
when she went to Vegas, she got lost. Like, oh my god, intoxicated and she got lost. But That's Vegas is fun. Vegas is I fun. I need to go. I've you never do. Been. I'm telling you, we need to go because Vegas is hella fun. Um, but actually, someone else submitted a story. And they basically said they got hella intoxicated oh and ended up in their in-law's bed. <gasps> yeah. And I was oh like, how does that even happen? God. Like, God. And I'm what pretty happened? sure their in-laws were in the bed. And then I think he said that they they ended up just sleeping on the couch. His in-laws? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, like... Like he, like he just drunkenly passed out. Like he no, thought like he, was he in his... went in the bed and slept with them, and then they realized that he was in the bed. So I'm assuming they just left. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? But like, did he, like, did he realize? Like, the next day they told him that he was sleeping in the in in their in laws. Oh, in the, yeah. Like he thought it was his room. Or I'm something. assuming. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. But you could you imagine waking up the next morning and you're like you're like waking up and you're like this you're is not all, my bedroom. Wait, hey, imagine waking up, you're all cuddled up with your in-laws. That's <laughs> hella awkward. Oh my god. I hope everything got worked out from that night. I was hella laughing. I was like, what the heck? Wait, that I wanna know one of your crazy drunk stories. Oh god. Okay. I have a not not that I have a lot, but they all kind of have like a common trend. Um <laughs> So, I I used to go I used to like to go skinny dipping a uh -huh. lot. So I feel like a lot of like my college stories would end up just like skinny dipping at like pools and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And That's then like sanitary. is it? Pools are dirty. The, I mean, anywhere you fucking swim is dirty. <laughs> I to be, be like honest. a lake and ocean. Yeah, like that is dirty as fuck too. Um. But I feel like, yeah, so I, we would, like, go skinny dipping at pools and stuff like that. And then having to, like, run away if, like, people, like, saw, you know, lights. Yeah. Like, so or thought, that like, movie Parent Trap where they, um, where they, I think they, like, the girls are playing, like, cards. And then they end up having to go skinny dipping and someone catches oh, them. yeah. And, and they, they have, have to, like, to run, run away, away naked. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely happened to me, I think, like, two times. Yeah. Um, and then for me... I remember, so uh, I think I think one of the like most crazy. I mean, yeah, because I I've never like blacked out. Like I've never. I have. So like to to be honest, I feel like my drunken stories aren't like too too crazy because I've like never really like lost control. I have, but <laughs> but like there was like that that one where I tried to keep up with you. That oh. was a disaster. <laughs> I don't ever recommend that. Yeah, that's a story for another day. <laughs> um, no, that I'll, I'll be quick. Ba basically, yeah, I was trying to keep up with Melly. We were having a girls' night, and everyone had their own bottle of wine. And by the end of the night, I had killed mine. Yeah. And, like, we were just sitting talking, so you don't realize, like, because wine yeah. will sneak up on yeah. you. And I'm a huge lightweight, so at one point I was just like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, you guys. And... Semi made it to the bathroom and no, ended up throwing did. up in the hallway or or in the bathroom, but I didn't make it to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And then you come out and you tell us like, guys, I think I'm drunk. Oh yeah. And me and my sister were like, oh shit, this is yeah, not this good. Is not good. And then and then you guys start putting me to bed, and then I up, get yeah. mm -hmm, and I get really really hot, overheated. So I started taking off my clothes, and you guys were like, what the fuck? Like, 
your clothes back on. Yeah, and my then, sister was going to get clothes on you. And then and I was just, and then I started crying for my husband. And I was and like... And this is where you guys lived um, in, in, in Vallejo. Vallejo. Yeah. yeah. So then my boyfriend comes out because my sister was like, dude, we got to take her home. So then my boyfriend comes in and we're like, yo, you got to get out. Like, she's, she's like, not wearing clothes. She's not wearing Hold clothes. on. And then, so we then you guys up, had to drive all the way to Vallejo to pick up my husband. Yeah. So I think that... That's, that's the probably, craziest one. Yeah, and then besides just like, you know, skinny dipping mm -hmm. and yeah, you know, going to parties and stuff like that. I, I just, I'm not too, I'm not too crazy. Yeah, I've had way too many. <laughs> I know, dude, I'm like, you're starting to drink a lot, so I'm like kind of worried. <laughs> I'm gonna start like, partying no. now. I know, seriously. No, but it's funny because you get off, you get drunk off of like truly. So I it know. kills me. I'm like, yo. Oh my God, I'm no, my. <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but like my crazy, I have a lot of like drunk stories just because like I used to go out a lot with yeah. my friends and stuff. We used to, dude, there was a point where we're going out like every weekend, like to clubs, bars and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think I my, remember doing that. But I think my all time like um, crazy story was getting arrested. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to get into details off of that because yeah. out of respect for that person's family, I'm not going to get into details. But yeah. that was probably the craziest shit that ever happened to me because I, I feel was like that's, yeah, I feel fucking like those, scared. I was like, yeah. I've never been in trouble. Like, Aww. that shit was hella crazy. But And they had to get you the next morning, huh? They yeah. right? You had to spend the whole night there? I had to spend the night there. Oh, my God. I was dude, I would have been, like, shitting myself. I like, fuck. You got, but you got to be alone or yeah. were there other people? Oh, no. my God. Dude, it was crazy. It was a crazy-ass experience. But, you know, you learn. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't think I've had any other... Like, I mean, I've blacked out. But, like, the only times that I've blacked out, I think, have been for, like, my birthday. And I just, like, mm. fucking go from zero to 100 real quick. So, I blacked out um, for my birthdays. For, like, during my birthdays, I blacked out. But... Um, I'm trying to think of a crazy story. Yeah, I think, and I think for me, like, I just noticed I'm very friendly. So I think yeah. when I get drunk, like, I'm just, you know, I'm very, like, bubbly. Um, I like to dance. You know, we were having a party at the house. Dude. Oh, my I God. I heard about that. Yeah, so we were having a party at the house, I want to say, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And they started putting on my ratchet music because my husband was like, oh, you know, we'll play some of the songs. It'll make her happy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I started, like, white girl dancing. <laughs> I think I called it like white girl twerking or whatever, and everyone was making fun of me because they were like, yeah. "What?" Is, they were like, "This bitch cannot dance." What is she I doing? Just, <laughs> there. Okay, so if I drink, I realize this. If I drink like dark liquor, like Hennessy or anything like that, like I tend to get like very serious and kind of like anything will trigger me to be like anything you say that I don't mm. like, I'll call you out on it, and that's why I don't like drinking dark liquor. But if I'm drinking like. Mm, that's interesting like tequila or some of that like or like beer you're more I'm, like bubbly i'm more bubbly like i'm not as like serious but yeah dark liquor just brings out the dark side in me i'm like yo like it's crazy um but i'm trying to limit my drinking nowadays <laughs> i know can't be getting in trouble no more <laughs> i know seriously and those are kind of like the wake-up calls too, yeah that know? for sure was, was. Like, i was like holy shit i gotta not be doing that shit yeah i remember yeah, I I haven't personally run into too many situations like with the law and stuff like that. <laughs> I never have either. But until that day. I could only imagine like that would be like a wake up call. Yeah. But yeah, so damn, I'm still <laughs> tripping off the one story that the person sent in that ended up in their in-laws bed. Oh, I just can't even imagine. <laughs> That's so um, funny. 
Um, but yeah, so those were those were some of the drunk stories. We figured that we would you know say a few that we thought you know you guys sent in that we thought were funny, and then um, say our own. And I definitely want to go to Vegas. Because I was gonna out. say, I feel like I'll feel like I'll have more crazy stories. Mm-hmm. I just have never really been. I'm to trying like to take any- my sister when she. Well, I'm not trying to take her. She can probably. She's probably gonna take herself. But um, she, I think she wants to go to Vegas for her 21st. When is her 21st? In September. Oh. Yeah. So that. And we're out fun. to Miami, right? Yeah. <laughs> or I'm you're to, out to Miami. And I'm going to Miami in uh, September too. We're going for my boyfriend's birthday, but that is gonna be wild. Cause oh my God. whenever my cousin, imagine. my cousin and her friends get and us get together it's a fucking movie we've actually i have pretty i have some crazy stories but anyways we'll yeah. have to tell those well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on those the next are, episode yeah um but yeah i think this episode it was very interesting and i really mm-hmm. like that you guys vote on the polls because yeah i think i think me and melly have been talking and i think that you know we we might start having some guest speakers on just to like mm-hmm. get different perspectives because i think especially Especially when we talk about like topics that could be interpreted by, you know, guys like yeah, it's differently. Just, we, yeah, like we just don't necessarily know their aspects as much, so we can't speak on it as much. But it would be interesting to kind of like see viewpoints and kind of like go, you know, off one another and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd um, be fun. So that would be super fun. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys. Thank you guys for this is you know our third episode and also and just sending in like your guys's questions and like Feedback comments and too, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like we honestly really like it. Um, you know, some of the topics um, you know are a little bit heavier and some of them are a little bit lighter. Um, last week was pretty heavy, so this week we kind of like wanted to go a little bit lighter and stuff like that but you know if there's anything that you guys want to hear in particular definitely feel free to send it in um go ahead and follow us on dm confessions podcast that's where you'll be able to vote on all the polls um but other than that i think that's all we got for you guys tonight until next episode guys until next episode oh and then again like we mentioned we were drinking the moonshine tonight and it was actually pretty smooth so yeah. i recommend that and especially if you want some drunken night stories because moonshine is really really heavy yeah <laughs> all right you guys see you next time bye